Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm so excited to be talking about the fantastic series Gen V with cast members London Thor and Derek Liu. And I wanted to start by asking you both about how you kind of approach this role, because obviously you're coming into a pre-existing world off the back of the boys. And I was interested in if it was useful to look at the series of the boys to kind of figure out some of the scope of how you were going to approach this character or if it was more helpful just to really focus on the scripts of Gen V and kind of put the the boys to the back of your minds. Yeah, um, I mean, I was a huge fan of the boys before I booked the show. Um, so that was already in my mind. Um, and the universe and Kripke creates such a unique universe, just, I mean, Supernatural and the boys, completely different worlds, but it's still the same dark and gritty vibe. So going into it knowing that that was the overall feeling of the show and then reading the scripts and having them kind of contrast with some fun and some it's a little bit more of a youthful script it really it helped educate us on a little bit more of the direction we were going with this character yeah absolutely i think having same with london being such a huge fan of the boys it definitely helped with like the tone and knowing the overall tone of like the world you're playing in but um jordan was definitely a like one of a kind character i had not seen that in the boys universe yet so we definitely definitely had to create our own sort of rules for that character but i think as far as like the boys and bot universe, the tone was definitely was very readily available for us. And, and I love how innate it sounds like the experience and the process of sharing a character in this way was for the two of you. Um, and I've heard you talk about having kind of like an initial sit down and really kind of going through the idea of the character, but that a lot of it just kind of came very naturally. But I was interested when you first sat down together, what were some of the details that you really wanted to discuss or the questions that you wanted to ask each other about how you wanted to play this character together? Yeah, I think in London has said it in interviews before was was making sure to really like lock down Jordan's like core beliefs and values and having that really like solidified was a was allowed us to be able to then play with the different like textures and emotions of the male and and the female form. It was yeah. that same for Yeah, yeah, we we really um I mean we've said it many times before we leapt into this character in terms of how, you know, Derek and I both have aspects of Jordan in our personalities, as well as aspects of each other's personalities. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a perfect yin and yang of being so similar, but so different. Um, we, that was already in place, which was great. I mean, the amount of people that have asked us if we've met before filming and if we'd known each other before it's no, we met, I, he wasn't even the first person I met on set, um, but we just got lucky in that sense. And so having that already in place and then also, you know, the initial sit down, that was our only big conversation that we had. And we really just kind of, we didn't take it too seriously. We didn't go through like, oh, a method of like, this is what needs to be done and this is what needs to be in place. We just talked about what, you know, what was our childhood? What was our it was kind of the the dream of like the fun dream that you get when you get to be an actor of like creating this character's entire backstory. Mm -hmm. Favorite foods. Yep, favorite movies. I was just going over that again today as we're like prepping to get ready for the second season. I was like, it, it, I, the movies that we picked now that I have like a better understanding, 
I'm really like, what, what? I want to dig into deeper, like, what does this say about Jordan that these are their favorite movies, you know? And what was so great about it, too, was that it wasn't pulled out of thin air. I mean, right. it's for Jordan, but a lot of the stuff that we decided upon was from us. It was, you yeah. know, Derek was loves chicken tenders. So that was one of the things <laughs> we were like, yeah, definitely chicken tenders. And then some of my favorite movies were in there and some of his. The only thing that was created was... I think the the a symptom of hanging out with Maddie Phillips on set is astrology becomes yeah, yeah. nature. So we yeah. our own astrological chart, which was the only thing that was pulled out of thin air. For sure. I was also really interested in just the the scope of of sharing scenes. And there's obviously moments where Jordan switches between which gender they're presenting as very intentionally. Um, like if we look at the scene with their parents where, you know, it's kind of an antagonistic thing to switch female in that moment to kind of prove a point. Um, and obviously in, in stunt work to do with which powers are being utilized in any given moment. Um, but with other scenes where you guys are kind of switching back and forth, was it always denoted in the script specifically when you guys were going to switch or was some of that just playing full scenes with one another and then it happening more in post-production yeah I think in when we got the scripts it was pretty like set in stone when Jordan was going to switch so we had the idea or like the heads up that this is they're going to be presenting female and then switch at this moment into male um but the writers and Michelle did such a great job at taking care with when those switches were going to happen. Um, so yeah. yeah, they, they were pretty set in stone. It wasn't, I, I would have loved to be on set playing around in the scene and doing it. And then all of a sudden we're like, Oh wait, this is when we should switch. That would be, that would be cool. Maybe season two. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, the, they did a, um, they did a great job with it where even the most conversational, casual things, the switches were very much, put there for a reason it was it's 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 with you know they weren't going like oh well Derek's had five minutes of screen time let's get <laughs> it was very okay so we have to this is the reason there's a motive behind yeah. them switching because it is a huge it's a you know it, it means a lot for those character for sure I love that. You know, when, when it comes to making those switches in the middle of, of filming scenes, I was just interested in the logistical element because um, I've heard you both talk a little bit about, you know, if there's a, a makeout scene and like one of you starts to lean in and then all of a sudden you have to like literally hold the pose and kind of come in and, and match the body language. And so I was just interested in how the two of you adapted into figuring that out with one another. I don't know. It was just every day. It was just a new experience. Every day was a new, I, I had this like pose that I would do this like little Jordan pose <laughs> and, and London hated it. She was just like, why? Cause they'd be like, all right, head down more, more, put your chin down more. And she's like, why did you stand like this? Why did you decide to stand like this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I couldn't help it. I was feeling it in the moment, but that was always like, every i could i don't even know if we really figured out a system i think it was just kind of just let go and 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 like release control of that like don't try to just however it lands we're just gonna have to do it you know yeah that was one thing we definitely didn't have any control over because they could because we also didn't know where they were gonna really stop in editing so it was just full faith in the director of yeah it was like a it was like a bad headshot session where it was just 
Okay, chin down, eyes up, move your shoulder, right shoulder, left shoulder, now drop your head. Constant. It was it was tricky. The kissing one especially, the first the first kiss with Marie was was an experience. Yeah, to say the least. Or jazz. Jazz I love dearly um and have known for so long that I think there was a like a big sister, not big sister, but a sister quality of like when Derek swapped in for me for the kiss, I was standing in the corner, literally standing in a corner watching them this close to each other's face. And I, I just, it's fun for me. It was fun. <laughs> One of the things I love about Jordan as a character as well is that they're incredibly guarded and, and protective of themselves. Um, but there's a real softness underneath. And once they allow people in, they're so incredibly loyal and fiercely protective of other people as well. And we really see that through the relationship that develops with Marie. So for both of you, kind of how did you set about finding where are those where are those shifting points of where there's more of the softness and the vulnerability that we get to see in the character the deeper we go into the season? Um. I'll take this one, London. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the writing just like really lent itself to that, you know, like to finding those moments. We were able to, it was, it was pretty, pretty obvious in the writing. So the writers did a great job at, at allowing us to find those moments. And then they were like there, they were like pitched there for us. And then it was just, it was our job to like scratch the surface and just go deeper and really like find those nuanced moments um maybe to pinpoint one I would have to say probably for me at least would be when I'm having that that uh outside the diner with Marie and I'm like she's in our mind she's reading our minds and then and then Marie calms me down and she's like oh and by the way you don't have to switch into a dude to get your point across and you kind of see me like struggle to want to like be like I don't have to listen to you and then I'm like fine. Right. You're right. You know, like it's still that guardedness, but I, I, I really, we really love her and we care about her and we value her opinion and she sees us. So it was like that tenderness of, of, like you said, being guarded, but then allowing that love and that loyalty and that vulnerability to shine through. I think that for me was, was, was one like very pivotal moment. Yeah. We got lucky to the uh we really i mean we didn't know the scripts before they came out we would get a couple at a time maybe in the in the beginning but then we really we we watched the evolution of jordan come about too you know the first couple episodes they're super guarded and super they they're the straight man you know they're very dark and closed off and then as filming went on and i think as the as the team kind of got to know derek and i as well they added some comedy and they added some parts to Jordan that really were like, Oh, okay. This is a fun, vulnerable character. They don't, you know, it's not, they did such a brilliant job in writing where it's not a classic, like, Oh, dark and guarded to emotional. It's dark and guarded to, you know, humor, to teasing, to playfulness, and then into openness, which is real. There's not, it's, it's very real. Yeah. 
And because of what you were saying there about, obviously you didn't have all the scripts up front and you were getting them piece by piece. Did you have the the details of kind of the scenes up front with their parents to kind of really understand a lot of where some of that guardedness and self-protectiveness comes from as part of their backstory? Or was that information that you got later on in the series? No, the that episode in particular was, I think the first one we got after we got the first two. So the first two came together and then, because they were both, same director. And then we got the third, which had the parents and a whole bunch of other stuff that was very revealing. So no, we didn't. That was when we sat down to have that conversation. Right. Was when We kind of got a little bit more backstory, a little bit more attitude, a little more humor. And we were like, okay, let's sit down and figure out what this character is. Did it kind of match with what you'd both envisioned or imagined part of that backstory and their relationship with their parents had been, or was it, was it something that was different to what you'd ideated up to that point? Um, I, to be honest, I don't, I, I feel like it was different. I feel like we had an idea, like there was something that Jordan felt uncomfortable in their skin about something, but with only, you know, getting their, right before filming having maybe one meeting and getting like these are your superpowers this is their personality this is how they act and they have some sort of backs there was I really didn't feel like we got too much so when we saw that that's why we sat down and had that meeting because it was just like oh now it makes sense now okay I get it yeah yeah that was what was funny is it's, you know, you, you have this idea of like, okay, I'll get this character. I'll book this job. I'll sit down. I'll do all the work that goes along with creating a backstory. Cause of course I'll know everything that's going to happen in the series. Right. And then you don't know anything yeah. the day before they start filming. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You haven't read a whole script. <laughs> right. And then you kind of just, and then there's another actor that I have to meet that I'm like, what if he sucks? What if Derek's a jerk? <laughs> Which hey. I didn't say you were. <laughs> hey, that was your preconceived notion of me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I didn't know anything. I only, the only person I knew anything about on the show was Jazz, because I know her, and Asa. So right. I had no idea. I had never spoken to Derek. I had never met Derek. So that was a... I didn't really actually worry about it. Now that I think about it, I think I probably knew in my heart that it would be fine. But yeah. you don't... You, you want these things. You have this idea of how it's going to work, the process. And then... We had one conversation in a hallway about how our ethnicity and our our backgrounds, you know, bleed into the character and how that affected Jordan. And then that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so fascinating. And, and I also think that one of the things that's really beautifully captured in Jordan and all of the other characters with the show is this idea that if you take away all of the elements in terms of story to do with superpowers, it really is just these characters who are really going through this coming of age and learning about themselves and self-discovery, you know, which everybody's doing at that time in life anyway. So that's why it feels so grounded and connected and relatable. Um, and so how did you both set about making sure that it was always really kind of tying back to just that very intimate journey of self and, and coming of age element stripped away from all of the larger aspects of the show. Yeah, I think, again, the writing in the world did such a great job of, of like making the superheroes or making the superpowers secondary. This was very much always the idea was these are real kids dealing with real issues and struggling to come of age oh, by the way, they have superpowers. 
So it was always like in our minds that we're making a very humanized version or a very humanized show. It just happens to have a lot of blood and guts and gore and superpowers. Um, so yeah, just going in with that like mentality and kind of knowing that definitely helped with the process of knowing these are grounded characters. Yeah, it was, it was, it's also one of those things of, you know, this is a big responsibility of what all of these characters, Marie and Emma and Jordan are going through represents a huge portion of our society in a, in a, you know, superhero kind of way, but the, the real root of it is grounded in huge reality for everyone that's growing up and, and already grown up. But that was exciting for us to take on a responsibility and it gave us kind of a, it, it put us in a position to really tap into how that connects to us too and, and mm -hmm. reflect back on ourselves. And it, it was a big responsibility and I think we took really good care of it. And one of the things at play for for Jordan as well is obviously their relationship with Professor Brink, who, you know, they they see disappear in front of their own eyes at the beginning of the show. And then there's that mourning and, and sense of loss, but then the loss of the idea of what that relationship was and what they had believed it to be, where it was this real mentorship and they're finding out it was something completely different and feeling a little bit disillusioned. And um, how did you kind of view the way that they discover the truth to really shift things inside of Jordan as a person because it feels like it kind of actually in the end gives them a lot more self-confidence and standing in their own two feet and finding their own path forward. Yeah. What I thought was so interesting about that arc with Brink was Jordan in our, in my mind at least, and I think in Derek's as well, was at the core one of the only true superheroes in the show, you know, wanting to not be a celebrity, wanting to be a hero. And Brink is kind of their it's their weakness. He's, he's represents their evil, which is this, you know, this, this weakness to need to be loved and to need this father's approval. Um, so that, that was fun for us. I mean, we got to really, that was one of the only, not one of the only, but a big part of the character that made complete sense to me of, mm -hmm. okay, this is what this is. Mm -hmm. And it's a complex and interesting relationship. And it was so exciting to play. And it, it, there's also that that aspect that comes into play as well of, you know, there's so much focus on being at the top of the leaderboard and being part of the top seven at the beginning. And again, it, it goes to that shift of Jordan where it suddenly becomes nothing to do with that. And it really is just about working together with other people and making the choices that are right versus making the choices that are going to kind of like serve that journey to success and ambition. And so how did that shift really change the character for both of you as well? Yeah, I think I believe that at that point you you find out that Brink, your your father figure, is not who they said they were. And you're realizing that everything that you've worked for is corrupted and everything that you believed is wrong. You kind of are backed into this corner where you have no choice but to trust these people you're working with and around you and all of the things that you believed and all the things that Jordan believed that were that meant something mean absolutely nothing because of the the people in the world that they were like idolizing um so yeah that just having you kind of they jordan kind of got backed into a corner of like they make that decision like if we do this it's there's no going back and they know that it's like well 
like London said, we want to be a true hero. Jordan wants to be a true hero. So you got to make those tough decisions. And I think that kind of forced Jordan to make that decision. And like, I, we, I got to trust these people. And I also wanted to ask you both about just the experience and the process of essentially stunt training for the series as well, because it's not just the aspect of stunt training and kind of figuring out the choreography, but it's also that idea of what is Jordan's combat style going to look like and what are the strengths that each of the genders brings forth, depending on which of us is in a scene. Because again, you know, it goes back to that idea that the powers are slightly different depending on which one of you is stepping into the role in that moment. And so what was that collaboration and that process for both of you? Stunt training was, I think, my favorite part of the filming process. Mine too. Yeah, Derek was really into it. And I think also took to it very quickly, both of us. I mean, I it, it it's funny because, Derek, you played football, yeah? That's, that was I did, it. yes. Derek came from athletic background and I came from a dance background. So getting into stunt choreography, there was already this pre-existing difference in our bodies in the way that we handle physicality like stunt so he's he is already Derek already is that like anchor and the grounded like solid part and it was so hard for me to not look like Tinkerbell running down the stairs like everything it's my life has always this has been the problem is everything is up because of ballet so that already existed which was so lovely because you know, the difference of Derek doing the boxing drills that we would do and me doing the boxing drills that we would do looked completely different, even though it was the exact same thing. And it worked perfectly in the end result of the fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having, again, I remember, by the way, I kudos to London because I had had like 11 days and she got thrown in at the last minute and just picked it up. Like she learned the full first fight choreography within like seven days and was just maybe less than that. Like what, like four or five days. And then was just thrown into the fight. And was yeah, it was, it was crazy to watch London adapt and pick that up. I remember the first day I could tell she was getting frustrated and then just slowly like chipping away, chipping away. And then by the time it came to shoot it, she was just phenomenal. It was amazing to watch that transformation and her pick it up so fast. And I remember her saying that like, Oh, I'm like, um, ballet it's up here I'm like on my toes and it's just it seems so long and lean and but it lent itself so perfectly to Jordan in in the female form it's like this agile almost ballerina like movement you know this swiftness to it and then it's and then the the anchor like she mentioned with with the male version so it was just it was really cool to watch that and really cool to see the end result which kudos obviously to the stunt team too for right Jason Gosby noticed that immediately and was like, oh, okay. This is, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And also the fact that in the show, we kind of get to see the the growth of, of Jordan's skills throughout the series as well. And just the way that they're being called upon it in moments and particularly leading up to that scene in episode eight, which is such a huge scene. You know, it's really an all hands on deck, every character present, you know, there's intimate character moments happening at the same time that you've got massive fight sequences going on. And so what was the experience of going into a scene with that, with just all the logistical elements of the choreography that was involved in that alongside all the character work that you have to do for a moment like that as well uh, that the finale I didn't even realize how much was going on in the finale until we saw it <laughs> because you're so I mean the campus that we filmed on was not 
massive in the area that the big final battle took place in. Um, so we could see everything going on. I just, my mind didn't piece it together until the end. Um, everything was very, we, we had the opportunity because of our director being fantastic and our stunt team being fantastic to kind of have our own separate moments and be able to put these things into place like a puzzle. And it was, it was not overwhelming, which was really nice. Mm -mm. And we're kind of getting beat up that whole eighth. Episode. Oh yeah. We so, so it was like, you know, we get saved by Marie. So it was really. There's a whole stunt scene that happened that never made it. I never that. got, you know. So they that was, that I think, where our main focus was like, okay, we have this huge fight that we're fight. so excited about. So never made it. <laughs> and it's just, I was getting lasered in the back. Yeah. There's a whole fight scene before that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It was great. Yeah. And and for both of you, with all the projects that you've both done up to this point, you know, this is the most involved role that you've both had up to this point, the most episodes that you filmed in a singular character. And so what was the difference in terms of just the experience of being able to build such an in-depth and intimate relationship with your character from the amount of time that you're able to spend with it, as well as just the way that you're able to collaborate with the people around you differently, just through the amount of time that you're spending on set with one another. I think we both came into other shows before this as smaller parts on already established shows, um, which in my opinion is terrifying. Yeah. I love it because it's it's kind of getting to be like a fly on a wall of especially when I worked on Shameless that show had been going on for so long and they were so established and thank god everyone on set was kind and welcoming and wonderful but it's it's very intimidating to go on to a show that you're a guest on mm -hmm. and I it was a weird feeling not being a guest it was great it was I felt very lucky and very humbled and and we got an amazing cast and amazing crew. So it's just, it, it allows you to have a little more comfort and relaxation, I think. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I my first day I was so nervous because I was working with people that have been regulars on shows. And so it was like my first time. And I had like one line my first day. <laughs> I was just really trying to nail that line down. But yeah, as as you know, that you're going to be in all the episodes and get, you're going to get more opportunities to play and grow as an artist. You just find this comfortability and the fact that everybody on set was just so amazing. And we had such an amazing cast and we all felt so safe and so welcome. And we're able to just be open in and make mistakes was, was a blessing in and of itself for this to be my first experience. And our first experience was to have this on this, this big set um just gave me even more confidence as like an artist to you know trust myself and have fun and and build these relationships and watch it translate onto the screen I love that and I'm I'm so impressed at the way that the two of you have approached sharing this role I think it's such a unique thing that you've accomplished and from the very get-go it feels completely seamless in watching both of your performances that you fully believe that it's the same character throughout and that's such a testament to the work that you've both done together so congratulations on a great season one and can't wait to see the next season once it comes out I can't I don't know there you go all right we're in different places <laughs> 